Welcome to Stateside F1. I'm Joe Leonardo. That man making the Ferrari noises, I assume that was a Ferrari car, is Andrew Berger. How are you guys doing? Always Ferrari. And this is off week before the French Grand Prix, so we are doing a little bit of a grab bag. We both live in New York. We do. But neither of us went to the Brooklyn E-Prix. I wanted to go. My daughter's 18 months, I was going to say 18 months, years old. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. My daughter is 18 months old, and I was like, maybe this would be fun to take her to, but I still think she's a little bit on the younger side to kind of sit still. Mm. Kicking myself in the butt right now because from what I'm reading, what I'm seeing, it was one of the best Formula E races ever to happen in New York, and some are saying possibly ever. I'm I'm watching the highlights as we record this, and I'm just seeing a lot of people turning right. Oh, no, here's a crash. I see someone lost the rear end. But actually, it is fun because a lot of former Formula One drivers are Formula E drivers. So I went in 2019 in the before times, and that was when Felipe Massa was driving in Formula E. And so I went with my dad and my brothers, and we brought, we were, we're such nerdy people, we brought a Formula One car model and a Ferrari booklet that we bought at a, another previous event. And we opened the page to the car that Massa drove in 2006, I think, or 2008. And during the autograph session, we ran up to Massa and we said, can you sign this book? And he's like, oh, look, it's my old car. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Are there any Formula One drivers right now in Formula E? Yeah. yeah. So Marcus Erickson, who used to drive for McLaren, if I remember, and Stoffel, no, Stoffel Van Dorn, he used to drive for McLaren, but Marcus Erickson was also in Formula One. I don't remember who he drove for because he obviously didn't make the cut. But driving a Formula E car is actually, um, it's hard to drive those cars, I hear. Is there shifting? I believe there is paddle shifting, but it also doesn't really make sense. I gotta say, we talked about this in previous episodes, and I still... Believe it, kind of. Maybe my thoughts will change on this, but I do feel like Formula E is a little gimmicky. I don't Uh like Fan Boost at all. It makes my skin crawl. I don't like the idea of... What's the thing where they go wide and they like charge up? It's like F-Zero. Great game, though. (laughs) Great game, great Mm -hmm. game. Very fun game. I don't know. Oh, uh, when they go over like the little pads, like when they... They get like a little turbo boost. There's like a whole section of the track. They have fan boost so people vote to give them extra kilowatts. And yes. then if they drive over a certain part of the track during a turn... 1.21 gigawatts! They, like they get like some sort of boost. It's just very gimmicky. It's kind of like DRS as well, though. DRS to me is a bit of a gimmick. Yes, but the difference is DRS has to happen within one second of uh, you behind a driver. So there is some sort of physical part to it. Oh, yeah, where it's here, like if 
if you think uh, Marcus Erickson's the hottest driver, you could vote just on the basis of that than actual his driving so that, abilities. So that's the, that's the fan boost, which I All hate. Right. All right. I guess the other thing I'm talking about, I, I, I changed my mind on that too, because that is kind of like, I just mentioned DRS is you have to be at a certain time span to have DRS activate. This yeah. is you have to hit a certain part of the track and then it activates this. Uh, I wish I looked into this more. <laughs> but the, all that said, this race that happened in Brooklyn, in Red Hook, I believe, right? Yeah. This race that happened in Red Hook was supposed to be super interesting and fun and, and exciting. The rain coming down, strategies changed, and I think um, some Portuguese guy won. I don't really know the racers, but uh, I'm Portuguese, so I was like, yay, Portuguese guy. So. Joe, you are you are such a get on the bandwagon <laughs> kind of fan. I don't even want to know who you're a fan of in Formula One anymore. <laughs> I root for certain. I gotta say, I'm I'm on Team Mick Schumacher right now. I'm all Haas right now. Again, bandwagon fan, man. I guess a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me send you a photo of this racer Alexander Sims because this man is a silver fox right now. I will say this. I'm a fan of progress. So I guess that makes me a bandwagon fan. You're And I like Sebastian Vettel. How about that? That's It's just because you heard his name and you like his name. <laughs> no, it's Ferrari driver. Him and Kimmy had a weird, there's a, a, a clip I saw of him and Kimmy and like he like wanted Kimmy's approval for something and the way he touched his hand was like very sensual. And I was like, there's something happening here between these two. Anyways, I feel like Kimmy is to Sebastian Vettel what Sebastian Vettel is to Mick Schumacher right now. And I, I, I've seen a bunch of videos and stuff with Mick just really looking up to Sebs and kind of wanting his approval and, and looking at him like the father figure, which he probably doesn't necessarily have. I don't know what his actual situation is right now and what's going on. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I would say more that Michael Schumacher was to Sebastian Vettel what Sebastian Vettel is to Mick Schumacher. Not only is he being a father figure to Mick Schumacher, but he's also pushing to get clean biofuels into Formula One cars so that you could still have the screaming V8s without the lifelessness of the word that is formula E. So that goes back to our, to the other point I was trying to make. I feel like formula E also loses the low end sound, which makes formula one. So exciting. Well, formula one, formula two, double W series, NASCAR, all these motorsports. you know, the sound of it is a big part of it. And formula E is that whizzing and it's a little, yeah. Tiny and, I don't you know also I could sound like an old man who's just like oh I want I want loud car. No, I mean I think the louder and the higher pitch the car is it sounds like it's going faster. Like I think the modern cars they're faster than the old, the previous cars but because there's such low pitch with the turbos. Yeah. You don't you don't kind of get that thrill and it's not as obnoxious and flamboyant. Formula 1 today I would not call it as flamboyant. When you're at the race, though, I mean, there's like there's so much like exclusivity with like certain tickets you can purchase with. You could buy like a paddock club ticket and there's still someone who has higher access than you. The cash grab and 
Formula One is out of this world. Yeah, you really have to either know someone or have some serious coin to be able to get to some races or just know what tickets to buy because it seems like you and I don't know what tickets to buy. <laughs> no, we're trying <laughs> to get tickets for Austin. We want to go see the race on Sunday. The website is still saying coming soon. The race is within 100 days now, I believe. Ooh. So we want to go there. If someone can reach out to us on one of our socials, the <laughs> best way to get tickets, you don't need to buy us a ticket. If you want to buy us a ticket, we will gladly take it. But if you just know a good way to get tickets, hey, hit us up. We are very interested. We're not interested in spending a ton of money, but we're interested in going to Austin. So we'd love to go there and record an episode and stuff and all that jazz. Um, I will say one last thing before we move on from previous eras of Formula One and the current era now. Yes. I love the Halo. The Halo is one of the best introductions to Formula One in regards to safety standards. It's saved countless lives, including just recently, Joe Guan Yu. Yes. The era without the Halo looks faster than the era with the Halo. There's something about having that exposed head. <laughs> the cars were a lot smaller, too. Also, the wings were smaller. Everything was a little more boxier looking. It just looks like a brick. That, yeah, I mean, that part of Formula One was also the thrill of the the danger of it. Like, you, you were a gladiator in those cars. I mean, not that they're not gladiators these days, but, you know, when I see Lando Norris get into his car, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, he'll be like, you know. Let's, let's you know, they're still going very fast. They're still experiencing... A heavy dose of uh, G-forces. Anything could happen. Back in the day, how many cars flew off the track in Monaco into the river? I'm sure that's less likely to happen now, but, you know. Yeah, I'm curious if that ever actually happened before. I'm, oh, it, it did. It did. Going into the river in Monaco? In the 60s or 70s. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing recently. That, yeah, I mean, that must or have been Or not in the river, in the whatever it is, the bay. Oh, the, yeah, the 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 water. The water. Yeah, can you imagine if a car hit one of those huge yachts? Man, <laughs> the insurance on those things. <laughs> yeah. Gunter would be like, we can't afford it. For real. Yeah, what would a team do these days? Would they just give someone like passes to a Formula One race and be like, here you go? Or I mean, they... I'm sure there's some sort of waiver they sign when you have your boat up against the track like that, where the FIA isn't responsible for anything that happens. Because there's an unpredictability and a danger to this, so... If you want to yeah. park your mega yacht right by a active racetrack, I assume you're not going to be getting a check if there's an incident. This is morbid. Okay. Why Speaking we... of dying on impact, let's talk about Daniel Ricardo's future <laughs> at Formula One. <laughs> yeah, man. You know Here's the transition. You know it's getting bad when he has to post about his future in Formula One. Yes. Oh. Oh, that Insta po that Insta story had me crying because he's definitely feeling some pressure, as he should. There are many other people looking for those seats. Yeah. Those are coveted, coveted positions for any team, any Formula One team. So being there just is a lot and is an accomplishment. So if you're not performing, especially at the pay rate I'm sure Daniel Ricciardo is receiving, let me look it up. You got to put up some points. Possible replacements. I'm hearing uh, Oscar Piastri. Yeah. 
Um, who's the American guy? Colton something? Colton Herda. Yes, Colton Herda. First of all, he's like 22. He looks like he's 37 years old. I will say that. His name is so cool. I, the oh, only I other person it. next to Colton Herda is actually another guy I know named Colton Houston from Texas. Nice. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. Colton, fellow audio engineer. He uh, He's the man. And back to payroll. Last year, Danny Ricardo made 17 million US dollars. Oof. How much does Lando make? Let me look. I know Max Verstappen makes 55. So he made 20 million dollars as of 2022. So Lando's making, I didn't know that. Lando's making more than Daniel Ricardo. I wonder if there was a contract renegotiation after Danny Rick didn't perform last year. Um, For Lando, I mean. I wonder if Lando's like, yeah, I'm putting up the points here and this golden boy you got in here isn't doing too well. Oh, I see. And also Max Verstappen. So he signed a Red Bull contract until the end of 2028, which is, which is worth... 40 to 50 million dollars oh a year all right so some of these websites aren't accurate because right now it says his salary is 25 million that um max deal that just happened recently right him signing that contract to 2028 yeah it happened right after he won the world the world the, the title the one to 2028 happened when he won the title i thought that was recent i could be wrong I honestly get like 95% of my F1 news from memes. So I mean, not a bad way to be in modern no, times. No. Yeah, F1 so. troll is my Walter Cronkite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's between F1 troll, WTF1, Inside Line, and Rocket Powered Mohawk for me. Yeah, those are, those are good sources. That's basically like CNN, ABC News, CBS... That's how I view it. Rocket-powered Mohawk is definitely Fox News. <laughs> yeah. He's the Tucker Carlson of <laughs> oh, yeah. Formula One News. Speaking of memes and stuff, not to, to jump to a different thing. But, no, please. Um, so last week, or was it the week before? I can't remember. We were talking about George Russell, and I said that George Russell is the type of guy who goes on vacation with his ex's parents. And apparently, I'm not going to say I started this trend. I'm just going to say that somehow at the same time, a meme was formed and a bunch of people online were doing this. George Russell is the type of guy, dot, dot, dot. And I want to read a few here that are really funny. Yeah, you're a trendsetter, Joe. You started it. You know, I'm taking credit for it. I started this thing. All the millions of people who listen to this podcast the hundreds of thousands upon millions and millions of people. All right, let me read a couple of these. Please. Because these are great. George Russell is the type of guy to point at you at a basketball game and say, this one's for you, baby, and then miss. That would just make my day. If I mean, I something saw. I do. So <laughs> <laughs> I would do that. Not that I would make it, even if I tried, but I would purposefully miss just to like annoy my girlfriend because it's hilarious. George Russell is the type of guy to ask the waiter, what's the damage before they hand him the check? (laughs) I mean, a lot of these are just kind of like things like your dad would do. But like, that's what an American dad would do. Not very true. Would a British dad do that? 
Uh, George Russell is the type of guy who says, how's the weather up there when he sees someone taller than him? Which I think is rare because George Russell is very tall. Yeah, he's like 6'4", I heard. Yeah. George Russell is the type of guy to read the entire terms and conditions before clicking agree. He's definitely the type of guy that reads the manual to a car. 100%. Uh, George Russell's the type of guy who slaps his thighs and says, right, when getting up to leave your house. I like, I, that's like, I feel like that's a visual one and I get it. Actually, speaking of, well, George Russell and Team Mercedes and of Green Energy from Sebastian Vettel, I was walking around uh, Soho, New York today and on Crosby Street, which is cobblestone, so it's total vibe. Anyone should walk on a cobblestone street once in their life. I feel like it transports you at least 100 years in the past. Agreed, yes. So I saw Mercedes EQS, which is their new EV all-electric line of vehicles, and I took a photo of it. We can show notes it, I guess, if, you, if we'd like. But um, Show notes it. I walked by the car, asked the owner or... The driver, if he was inside, who was inside the car, if I could take a picture. And then I was walking, as I was walking away, I was like, is that Lewis Hamilton's car? Because <laughs> he, he only ride, he's, I know he's chauffeured and he focuses on only riding in environmentally friendly vehicles. Mm. I wonder if someone can look up to see if Lewis Hamilton's in the city. I looked on his Instagram it, it looked like he was on a deck of an apartment, but it did not look like an apartment building in New York City. Someone hit us up and give us Lewis Hamilton's location. Yes. If you can do that, that would be great. Our one Dutch fan, if you have access. Yes. to Because you are Max Verstappen. If you have access to Lewis Hamilton, Max, we know it's you. The one fan we have in the Netherlands. Or it could be Max, uh, Max's dad. Jos Verstappen. Jos Verstappen. I feel like he would not be a fan of us. <laughs> That's very true. Speaking of uh, Lewis Hamilton, though, did you see his post on Instagram where he had a video of three young karting drivers who were minorities discuss how they got into racing? I thought that was just awesome. That needs to happen in this sport. Oh, my God. It just can't be rich, white, affluent families. I guess rich and affluent are the same thing. But it can't just be a bunch of rich families that just pass down being driving champion to driving champion. But that's what's the issue with Formula... Well, funnily enough, a lot of the... Chan or Some of the most notable champions didn't come from very affluent families. Like Hamilton, even uh, Schumacher didn't really come from this you know, wildly affluent, big business family. And also Mario Andretti didn't either. He was, the, I think he was the first, you know, technically he's Italian. He was born in Italy, but he is considered the first, and I think only American to win the World Drivers' Championship. And Andretti Motorsports might have a car in the near future. No way. That's what I'm hearing from all the memes out there. And all the tweets that I think 2025 is what they're looking at. And also, there's also another Formula One world champion, Phil Hill. He actually is a driver. No, everyone should know. He's just amazing. But he's also like F1, if I believe, in the 
fifties is when he raced. Yeah, but I feel like in the current crop of Formula One drivers, it's all rich kids. Besides Lewis, I can't. Who else? I'm not sure because, well, Alex Albon. But did I see somewhere that his mom was like embezzling money or something? <laughs> I think that's true. Car scam. She sold Ferraris, Bentleys, and Rolls Royces to investors and dis- at discounted rates with the promise of selling them on again for quick profits. Her customers never received their cars, and once a car was sold twice to different customers. Wow. Well, that doesn't sound like very working class crime to me. So my guess is that he probably comes from some sort of wealth. And it says his mom owned a $4 million country house in Essex, England, complete with its own moat. I want a moat at my house. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Lower the drawbridge. Let in the Grubhub delivery. <laughs> <laughs> Lower the drawbridge. My Postmates is here. <laughs> Welcome, thine peasant. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Did you order a junior bacon cheeseburger from Wendy's? I did, young fellow. Please place it on the drawbridge. <laughs> I do not. I can't even look at you. My <laughs> eyes aren't privy. I am a seamless plus member. <laughs> so I get a discount. <laughs> Once a month for $10 off. <laughs> sir, here's your food, sir. Don't look at me. Throw him in the moat. <laughs> Throw him in the moat. <laughs> <laughs> the moat is just filled with a bunch of other like delivery people. <laughs> you just see a bunch of bags for like Grubhub, Seamless, Postmates. Oh my God. <laughs> I would love I'm that. bored. Next order. Amazon.com. All right, I'm just shouting in here now. <laughs> she also spent 10,000 pounds. It is Prime Day. <laughs> they shall deliver and be thrown directly into the moat. <laughs> into the moat. <laughs> into the moat you go. <laughs> All right. I've Anyways. purchased some alligators for the moat to clean it <laughs> yeah. up a bit. Says they'll arrive in one business day. Die is written. All right, I'll stop. But I ordered on a Friday night, so we'll receive them Monday during business hours. (laughs) Oh, Oh, wow. Wow. So she spent 10K a year sending her five children to private school. Ooh. 10K a a year? That doesn't sound too bad. How many kids? Or is it per kid? Yeah, that's the thing. If it was per kid, it makes sense. 10000 for five kids, that doesn't that's, make any sense. Yeah, that's actually a deal there. Maybe they were on scholarship. Yeah, maybe. Uh, she was arrested in 2008 when she went bust before admitting false representation. The judge called her crimes a massive greed-driven fraud. Your persistency de- defrauded investors. The majority never saw a car. She was sentenced to six years in prison, but was released in 2015. Wow. Wow. That's wild. All right. Let's move on to predictions for the French Grand Prix. I'm going to suggest for Paul Leclerc. Or actually, no, let's take that back. Uh, Verstappen for Paul. That's the safe bet. Always. Always. He's the quickest. And for one, two, three. I'm sure I made a suggestion last week, but I completely forgot it. I'm going to say 
Hamilton's number one because Mercedes apparently they they're going to come out strong out of the gate. Yeah, in France. So I'm gonna say Lewis Hamilton number one, number two. I'm going to say Verstappen. So that means this is gonna be a Lewis Hamilton Max Verstappen battle. Uh-oh. This is more for like fan service than anything, but that's what I want to happen. And number <laughs> three, I'm gonna say our boy Signs. Signs. All right. So that's qualifying. All right. No, no, no. That was qualifying. I just did pole, which I think yeah. is Verstappen. All right. Qualifying for pole. I might actually say Leclerc. Okay. That's also safe. Yeah, I mean they they were so good on the turns in uh at the last race. So I think uh which was Austria, right? Yes. Also the thing about the French Grand Prix is this is a very flat race. Yeah, honestly the track confuses me cuz all those blue lines, yes. it's like my least favorite track of the year, honestly. Yeah, it feels like I'm doing some sort of eye exam and I'm failing. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the track. I think it's like a big optical illusion. So one, two, three with the race. I want to say Perez. Is one or three? Perez. No, you know what? I'm going to say Hamilton is one. Okay. Ocon is two. What? Esteban Ocon? And Verstappen is three. Wow. What makes you say Ocon? There's, he's one of two French drivers, but the Renault is just, it's like a bus. You can't get past it, but it's got like, it's like a car that decides to be strong for part of a race. And then it's just a bus the other part of the race. Thank you for listening to Stateside F1. Please like, comment, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your sweet, sweet podcast content. Follow us on Instagram at Stateside F1 and follow us on TikTok at Stateside F1 Podcast. And feel free to message us, DM us memes, comments, questions, suggestions, whatever. We will respond and follow you back. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everyone.